Recent news coverage makes one thing very clear. Students are struggling with their mental well-being because of the COVID-19 pandemic. What is happening to students? What issues are they facing? And most importantly, how can the university provide help to students? To get an answer to these questions, I sat down to talk to Maike Wouda. She works as a study advisor and well-being trainer at Utrecht University. Her mission? Integrating personal development into academia. Study programs of the future should not only focus on academic thinking and writing, but also on setting priorities, making life decisions and managing stress. very familiar surrounding for both of us because we have been meeting here ever since the summer of 2021 um, to talk about my own mental well-being in pandemic times and over this time we have had frequent discussions about the struggles that students endure during this pandemic um, and this has been incredibly valuable for me personally because you have provided me with a new vocabulary to put into words certain feelings or experiences that I had, uh, which I could not place before. And by giving me the words to describe them, I could more adequately respond to them. And now I feel more equipped to talk about and deal with mental well-being. So Mike, if we take a look at recent news coverage, uh, there are many students that are or have been struggling with their mental well-being in various degrees, um, especially during periods of lockdown. So, am I right to assume that you have a really busy schedule? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think you're right to assume that. But first of all, thank you for the nice uh, summary of what you learned in the in the last period. And uh, yes, it, it has been quite busy since uh, September on, I think. Uh, so, actually, after the lockdown, it it got busier for mm. us. So, so I think that students somehow are, are looking for ways to find or to re relate themselves to mm. what happened dur during mm. the pandemic. Yeah. So you think they have had new experiences during these periods of lockdown, uh, which makes them reach out for help? Yes, I think so, because I think for m many students, the, the Corona situation was one of the first big life events. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that is one reason of students reaching out to us. And the other reason is that when you're already like facing mental health problems, and this corona situation adds up to what you're experiencing uh yeah you probably mm -hmm. sometimes need some help so mm -hmm. that's i think another reason that there are more students reaching out to us so when these students come to you to discuss their mental well-being okay. um, what kind of stories do they tell you as many students as there are there are uh yeah i think the same number of mm -hmm. different stories mm -hmm. So uh, and of course there are some specific teams in the in the stories I hear, mm -hmm. uh, especially 
I think how to deal with periods in your life that you're not feeling that stable or that happy. Yeah. Yeah. And how would you say the the COVID-19 pandemic has affected students' well-being? Well, not not positive, I think. <laughs> well, well, you, you can look at it in different ways. Mm -hmm. So life events always provide you with new experiences mm -hmm. and new ways to or learning new ways to deal with life events or struggles in life. So in that sense, you can say it's something positive, but I think the way students experience mm -hmm. it um, is not that positive. Mm -hmm. So, so they, they feel stressed out or anxious. Uh, and of course not everyone, because for some students, the, the online situation is more ideal than, than the life situation. But for most of the students, they really missed, um, yeah, being in touch with fellow students, mm -hmm. uh, seeing each other, uh, having uh, other students as backup when saying something in a classroom. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so so I think for a lot of students, it was it was quite difficult to get used to this online setting and doing everything from this small little mm -hmm. room <laughs> or from your parents' house. I think it was especially hard for international students being in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. uh, and that mainly has to do with the social support aspect, I think. So mm -hmm. also students who were either in a relationship or in a student house with roommates, mm -hmm. uh, for them, it was also difficult. But when you don't have this social support around you, uh, so when you don't feel directly connected, uh, yeah, f for those students, it was, it was harder than, mm. than for the ones that had like a good social support system. Would you say that, um, perhaps the pandemic has highlighted certain like problematic aspects of student life that were already there? Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I do think so. So so being stressed or feeling anxious or um, wanting to do things perfect or not being able to fail mm -hmm. uh, or not yeah, being afraid to fail. I think that became more clear because of Corona. But also a lot of students uh, dealing with either procrastination or perfectionism. I think mm -hmm. that's two sides of the same medal, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Procrastination and perfectionism. Um, because on the one hand, you can like procrastinate because you want it to be perfect. Yes. But you think that you'll never get there. Yeah. Um, or you just never hand something in because it's never perfect that you keep on yeah. revising it yes and if you don't hand some don't, don't hand in something mm -hmm. it's also not possible not to pass so yeah. uh if you don't do anything it's also uh not your fault mm -hmm. that 
that it's not good enough because yes. it's not uh, uh, looked at. Yes. Yeah. So you don't, you cannot receive any criticism no. on something you didn't no. do. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's a lot of the times a reason to start procrastinating. So mm. so we tend to see mainly male students as lazy, but also female students as lazy if mm. they procrastinate. But most of the times that's not the cause of procrastination. It's mm. just a fear of not doing well enough or not being able to do the task. I think those are also like normal uh, developmental themes or subjects. Mm -hmm. uh, so we, we also sometimes tend to uh, make things a problem that aren't really a problem. So, mm -hmm. so I also have the tendency to normalize like processes like this, like, like um, also this, this student well-being monitor that was published like mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. It stated that there is like, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but a lot of students uh, not, not being happy or feeling stressed. Um, and and I, I, I don't want to underestimate it, but I also think that we uh, as student guidance persons mm -hmm. <laughs> um, have a role in explaining what is happening so in 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 creating the narrative about hey what is it that i'm experiencing just like like you mentioned about what you, what it is that you learned by having uh, meetings with me mm -hmm. uh, i think it's it's important to help students tell their understand and tell their narrative and i think that's one aspect and the other aspect is that we tend to, or we sometimes try to um, individualize the problems. So the mm -hmm. individual person needs to come to terms with the stress he or she is experiencing. Mm -hmm. um, but I also think that it is the system of needing to uh, get your BSA, mm -hmm. um, the um, prestatie burst. So, so there are certain aspects in studying nowadays mm -hmm. that are like uh, stressing students out. So, mm -hmm. so, uh, and and we need to find uh, solutions in society. I think instead of in the individual person. Yes. So that's yes. two aspects. One aspect is the is the part of normalizing what is happening and seeing things as life events mm -hmm. and the other aspects is trying to find solutions in society for problems students are experiencing what would you say are the most important um, like systematic difficulties that we need to address well i think one important thing is that we need to be more open about personal development or something like like we tend to focus on academic skills in in classrooms and of course that that's important at the university 
But I think the, pers the personal aspects of professional development, like for example, being able to make choices, uh, being able to uh, know where your limits are, um, uh, to deal with stress, to deal with anxiety or failure anxiety, uh, those are, I think, almost as important or maybe as important as learning academic skills. And um, yeah, I think we, we somehow we need to change that culture mm. of not and, and of course there are um, courses or, or lecturers who do pay a lot of attention to, to those personal aspects of professional development as well but sometimes simply there is no time to, to pay mm. attention to that in a classroom uh, I've been a teacher myself at mm. the Hogeschool for, for nine years and sometimes you just have your program that you want to, uh, yeah, uh, take care of in your lectures or, or during your classes. Um, but taking care of the content is maybe easier after having taken care of how everyone is doing. In a general way, I think it's it's good to pay a bit more attention to how everyone is doing and to mm -hmm. how everyone is feeling mm -hmm. because when there's um, room for that it's it's much easier to also develop your academic skills i think i just wanted to talk briefly about like your ideal future mm -hmm. for the university like yeah. what if we didn't have any uh, like nothing is holding us back we can just imagine yeah uh, what there's the a idea. lot of money <laughs> yes yes <laughs> there's a lot of money um and we can implement whatever all the, we yeah want. whatever we want to yeah in the ideal world like every student uh, would get some well-being workshops or well-being trainers um offered by the program so not offered by the well-being trainers but mm. just offered by the program mm -hmm. uh, and connected to uh, the specific features or characteristics of the program mm. so what is the program asking from from students and how can we relate that to a well-being workshop but also the tutor uh, part uh, well integrated with um, the the rest of the program in an ideal situation there are maybe like 10 skills that you can develop and all those skills are connected to the different courses that someone is taking so mm -hmm. which skill are you uh, developing in what course and in which different ways can you develop this skill so that can be either academic skills or those more personal skills mm -hmm. and that students like create goals in the in those different uh, skills uh, that they are working on during a course mm. and then they can choose to uh, follow a well-being workshop because they want to develop this personal part of a skill mm -hmm. or they can um, choose like um, something in skills lab like on academic writing or something so so that there is like this 
under layer or how do you say that foundation <laughs> yeah foundation of skills mm -hmm. and that they are related all through every program mm -hmm. um, and that there are moments of reflection on those on those skills uh, yeah i think we tend to um, great things maybe a bit too much sometimes mm -hmm. so it's also good to 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 grade assignments mm -hmm. but um, yeah learning is not only uh, doing assignments I think I also am realistic about it so mm -hmm. I think as I mentioned before it, it it asks for a cultural change I think mm -hmm. and cultural changes always need time yes and a lot of money yes. <laughs> and that's also that's also part of the problem uh, but i think it's it's also good to see what we already have like like there's also already a lot of good things and a lot of uh, enthusiastic professionals wanting the best for students mm -hmm. so both lectures as uh, study advisors as well everyone that is related to our students. So I think it's also important not only to look at what needs to be done better or what could be done better, but also to look at what is already there. And I think what is already changing, if I mm -hmm. compare it to when I started in 2019, and maybe that's a result of the uh, pandemic, but uh, I think there is already more awareness for this topic of student well-being or, or yeah the, the personal aspects of the professional development mm. so i think there is already like uh yeah a lot of awareness for it at least yeah thank you so much um for this conversation my pleasure <laughs> and um i would like to conclude with a piece of advice that you gave me um, that might be applicable to many more students and also non-students, um, just the people who are listening. Um, and this advice is to treat yourself with kindness um, and do this more or more deliberately than <laughs> you might have been doing. Um, and uh, what would you say to students or people who are listening um, to help them to be more kind towards themselves? Most of the times it's it's so much easier to be kind to other people. So so sometimes I tell people, try to look at yourself as if you were your own best friend and how would you then react to yourself? And, and I think an important message is don't take your own thoughts too serious. <laughs> Great, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you too.